Onondaga Community College's long and proud history of serving our student veterans has resulted in the college being named military-friendly. Serving those who served our nation is the topic of our conversation. Welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Marabito. We record this podcast in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Our guest today is Steve White, who runs our Office of Veterans Affairs. Steve, welcome. Thank you, Roger. Happy to be here. Great to have you here. Let's talk a little about your uh, past. You're a local. You went to North Syracuse High School, right? That's correct, yeah. Before it became Cicero, North Syracuse. Before it became Cicero, North Syracuse. (laughs) (laughs) You spent four years in the United States Marine Corps right out of high school. That's correct. You worked in the automotive industry for quite a while. Actually, 19 years at the former New Process Gear. And then you came to OCC where you worked in a variety of roles before you found the one that is clearly the perfect place for you. They've all been good. Um, I I did start as a student navigator for the Advanced Manufacturing Certificate Program, which, uh, you know, kind of tapped into my experience in manufacturing. Uh, Transitioned from there to being an educational advisor and for the last three years have been the Assistant Director of Veterans Affairs. We were proud to be named a military-friendly school for the 2021-2022 academic year. We have physically, we have a great space here up on the second floor of Coulter Hall, which is a great place for students to come and get help and uh, also just to hang out. That space is a reflection of the commitment of leadership of Onondaga Community College, right from President Casey Crable on down, to have a supportive space and a supportive environment for veterans. So you oversee services to more than 200 GI Bill recipients. Can you tell us about some of the types of things you do? Our number one responsibility is to act as the liaison between the college and the Veterans Administration in administering the GI Bill. So my colleague Aaron Elliott and myself are VA certified school certifying officials. So when a veteran comes to the college and presents documentation that they have eligibility for the GI Bill, we process their application, communicate with the VA, and make sure that they're getting their benefits. That transition from being in the service to to being out and now being on a college campus, how challenging can that be for student veterans? I think universally it's a pretty challenging transition. All of our student veterans are considered non-traditional students. They've been out of high school for the average of, of five years, and you know they range in age from maybe 24, 25 to 60. Uh, Some of them have been out of high school for an extremely long period of time, and most of them didn't go to college immediately after high school because they didn't feel they were ready for college. They were looking for something different. And they do go and serve honorably and sacrifice for our nation, and in return, they get this wonderful GI Bill entitlement that we have, which is the most lucrative GI Bill since the end of World War II. It's a great opportunity. You know, I I tell them individually, everybody wants to thank them for their service. Their Uncle Sam put a lot of money in the thank you card. That's a good line. During your time here, we have had three student veterans transfer to Ivy League schools. Devlin Babcock and Trevor Warner both transferred from here to Cornell, and Seth Bai went from here to Harvard and then on to Brown University. That is huge accomplishments for them. We're very proud of them. And and that, you know, that's not because they spent time in the veterans office. That's a testament to the strength of the of the institution, its curriculums and its faculties. And you know, that's another thing that I, I emphasize to the new student veterans that come here is that I think if somebody wants to teach at OCC, they want to be in the classroom and teach. Um, and we have small class sizes, dedicated professors, and and a tremendous support system for our students. So it's a really great place for somebody to start their education. And, you know, as you mentioned with Seth and, and Trevor and Devlin, 
the sky's the limit. Uh, you know, they, they're at the top of the, uh, top of the heap education wise at this point now. And we hope to have more students transfer to very selective universities. We have two student veterans who are supposed to be here with us this semester. Twin brothers from Beeville, Cameron and Colin Pear, in January before the spring semester started, they're members of the uh, Army National Guard and they got the call to go to Washington, D.C. and they have been there at the Capitol ever since. Tell us about your experiences with them. Both great young men, as evidenced by their choice to serve the state and the nation in the Army National Guard. Uh, it was very disruptive for both of them. This was Cameron's first semester at Onondaga Community College. Uh, Colin had been with us since the fall, but uh, they were both registered full-time for on-campus classes. And when you get military orders, those orders are mandatory, so they really had no choice. They both deployed to D.C., kept in touch with us, and uh, we were able to tweak their schedules a little bit to online as opposed to on-campus so that they could continue to make some progress towards their degree. That's very impressive that even though they're down there, they've each been able to take a couple of online classes to keep their heads in it, and they'll be ready to go when they get back here. Yep, absolutely. And when they reported for duty in in Syracuse before going to Washington, D.C., their commanding officer was a lieutenant named Colleen McGlynn, who's a graduate of our uh, 2020 class here, and she was also a SUNY Chancellor's Award winner for student excellence. So that's pretty cool, too. It is. Uh, Colleen's also a former United States Marine. I'll throw that plug in there. That's an example of leadership. Colleen was able to reach out to me and explain the situation for the pair of brothers. She's shepherding them. She's making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do while they're down, down in D.C. And obviously, Colleen's a very strong student and a very experienced student. So again, that's that's servant leadership. That's leadership by example. And the pairs are lucky to be led by Lieutenant McGlynn. I don't mean to embarrass you here, but every student who I talk to who's a student veteran, they mention your name without being prompted and they talk about how much you have helped them. I'm wondering how much joy you get from helping the student veterans here. We talked about my work history, so obviously I'm kind of later in my career. Working at OCC was the silver lining of a bad situation when my former employer closed. I feel honored to do what I do, being a veteran myself, being a student veteran, having gone to school with the GI Bill. I realize the opportunity that's presented to them and it's it's really an honor to help them. Thank you for your service, uh, not only to our country, but to our students. And congratulations on, again, being recognized military-friendly. It's a great accomplishment, and uh, congratulations to you and your team. Thank you. Thank you, Roger. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Chatting About College. We'd like to thank our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their beautiful facilities here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito, reminding you, you can download and subscribe to Chatting About College at iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts from.